0: This speech is my recital. I think, I think it's very know. vital to rock around. That's right. On top. it's tricky. <laughs> it's the Here we go. It's t- say is please me or spend some time and rock a rhyme i said it's not that easy
1: From the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. All right. One of my favorite memories of all time. Nick, the intro, intro song there.
2: It's always funny when you comment on the intro. I have no idea what it is, no, and then none. Jake, about it. like yep. as if, I know as if you have
1: any it. idea what I'm talking about. Well, <laughs> no, it gives it, me a chance no. to explain could the memory, could right? Be I'm anything. not just gonna yeah give it there. So, uh, Syracuse, you were with me. Uh, you were you were around uh, at that time, Syracuse University. Uh, do you remember who I was supposed to spend the day with, and who I ended up spending the day with? That's your first trivia question here, even though no one knows it except you, because we knew each other
2: were you supposed to musicians say
1: let's 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 get the universe of musicians
2: yeah I'm, I'm lost i'm lost
1: okay so do you remember that i used to work for concert board
2: right of course i okay. do remember that right so I I, I I figured it was going somewhere towards concert board but I can't remember at this point over 20 years ago, were you supposed to hang out with Moby?
1: <laughs> no, I did. I, I had that memory. I had the pleasure. And
2: you were pleasure. supposed to hang out with Gwen
1: Stefani? <laughs> <You were laughs> that would have Moby? been much I better. I ended I up with know. Moby. It was almost <laughs> like that. It was pretty much exactly <laughs> like that. that. Yeah, it was. That. All right. So we had block party scheduled at Syracuse University, and my job was to... Do a lot of different things for this organization that uh, promoted concerts within the university. And Block Party was the biggest one. So that was sort of my my baby in terms of the acts and everything else. Um, I was not the guy in charge. There was a guy who ended up going right into the music industry who was who was above me. He was an awesome dude. I just am blanking on his name right now. But anyway, so my job was specifically to get the musicians from Syracuse International Airport, which who knows what country they're flying to, uh, and bring them to uh, the venue for the day uh, and then take them around to their hotel and to whatever they... Did. And they did this quite frequently. I did it with the band The Samples. Do you remember The Samples? Uh, I do. And, and uh, that was one of my favorite memories. Shout out to them. Sean Kelly. Uh, what's that?
2: Yeah, I was actually a fan of them.
1: Yeah, uh, myself as well. Uh, I, I drank uh, beers with them at, at Hungry Charlie's, uh, and, and he signed my guitar. Uh, so, there you go. Um, but but in this particular instance, uh, the acts that we had lined up for Block Party, which were a huge deal that I was supposed to usher around for the day, uh, were two acts. And they were Destiny's Child, who in 1998 or 97 were huge, but not what Beyonce would be eventually, right? Like they were right. Like wasn't
2: ninety? I think ninety nine might have been the year that they completed. They were like right
1: there. They were like just about to be the biggest thing in the world. Um. So there was that, and then they did they fly
2: in from Houston?
1: Well, so let me get to the story. Uh. and, And then the second act that we had was Run DMC. You know, legendary, right? So,
2: at least... Legendary, I'm, but monstrous drop-off. I mean, you're talking...
1: The comparative <laughs> between the two <laughs> the, the, is just like... The
2: drop-off is... So
1: novelty act versus ledge. on the height of glory. Right. All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm I'm. let's just put it this way. I was a fan of Beyonce. I don't know anybody that wasn't, right? <laughs> so, I'm thinking in my head, I'm going to get to spend the entire day with these three exceptionally beautiful women being my charming self and showing them the... Uh, beautiful terrain of syracuse university and i just thought about it for weeks you know what i mean like, it, it, like 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 an excite like a like christmas coming you know what i mean and the day before the show their management called and told us that they were not gonna be able to make it and uh they were Better very offer. very sorry yeah right <laughs> whatever and uh, <laughs> that, uh that's too bad and uh my my boss, I guess if you want to call him that, but it was another student who was just guy running it, was like, uh, well, looks like you're going to go uh, uh, pick up uh, uh, pick up Run DMC instead and uh, chauffeur them around for the day. So I got to uh, chauffeur Run DMC and Reverend Run and his son <clears throat> around for the day. And all I could tell you was it was not the same experience as what I had imagined to be chauffeuring Destiny's Child around for the day, uh, to say the least. So, no disrespect. So,
2: Reverend Run, right, is obviously the run. Uh, what's the name of the guy that's DMC?
1: Yeah, I feel like... Is it, uh, is I, it I, one guy? No, I feel like DMC is uh, three.
2: The whole group is three guys. It's
1: three right? guys. They're, Jam Master J is part of it. That, that, right, I'm that's pretty sure. Guy. Okay. So, I think DMC is Daryl, Darryl, right? And I don't remember what, uh, uh, what, uh, what the DJ's real name is. But I know, I know, Reverend Run.
2: Now, did those good? Re- Reverend Run, by ton- the way, do you know who
1: his brother is? Rev Reverend? Run. Yeah, Rev Run's real name is Joseph Simmons.
2: Yeah, it's it's Russell Simmons. Who's, that's right. That's what I was yeah, saying. Yeah. Did those guys make a ton of dough in the business? Because I know that Rev Run's brother did.
1: Yeah, I think they did pretty well. I, th- I think they've done fine. But, yeah, Daryl McDaniels, that's his last name, so there's the DMC. Because, I mean, what's your
2: net worth got to be? And I don't mean it in, like, in a good way. I am saying, what's your net worth got to be for you to go to Syracuse University and play at the block party? Like, if you've got $8 million in the bank, you're, you're not going there. You're not doing that, right?
1: Well, like, his payday for the day was $20,000.
2: <laughs> for, for the band? Or for for Run
1: DMC. Right. That's
2: what I'm talking about. So you divide that by 3. Ma- agent management, you know what I mean? Right, 5 grand. 5 grand. But yeah, it okay. helps you
1: stay relevant, you know. Okay. Well, yeah. his net worth is 60 million dollars. Who? Joseph Simmons.
2: Oh, okay. There you go. All right. So no, so he's doing it for the he's doing it for the enjoyment of uh, doing playing it. still. Yeah, yeah. And, and you
1: know what that might be go the for, kind for of it. thing where he does 10 of those gigs a year. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like a weekend to get out and go do something fun.
2: It's, just, it's crazy when you look at entertainment right now where, like, you know, these artists can't perform live. Nobody buys CDs anymore.
1: Well, it's the not the artist suffering. Movies. It's all the people who depend on that artist working that suffer. Because, like, you look Absolutely. at a guy like him, he had an entourage of 15 people. He probably works just to feed those people, right? So he doesn't have to just come out of pocket and give them money. You know what well, I mean? that's
2: one of the things when I listened to that. When I listened to the Fish book, one of the things was yeah. it's like the pressure of those guys having to feed a hundred families.
1: There's no question.
2: It became, you know, it's not fun anymore.
1: No, absolutely not.
2: Um, so, yeah, because when you're coming up and it's like, oh, you're making money, and oh, this is your buddy, yeah, come work for this guy, come work for, and you just gather. Then they all get married and have kids, and now you got four or five hundred people. Living off of you, <laughs> it's like what? What if I don't want to? What if
1: I son? don't want to do anything anymore? I don't want to take <laughs> the weekend I, off. Like I got a middle. mortgage, you son of a. Right.
2: Exactly, and, and uh, you know, you know, couple that with you know drug abuse and and whatnot, you know, leads to.
1: Uh,
2: let's break up, guys. Start over again.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, um,
2: well, sorry, he never had your day in the sun with Beyonce, but. Uh,
1: had we my know, day in the sun with be... Rev Run. <laughs> 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 anyway, it's tricky, Nick. That's all I got to say. It's tricky. I can't believe
2: that dude's got $60 million in the bank. That
1: is... yeah, good for him. Um, I, I got a couple of great general knowledge questions for you. So welcome, by the way, folks, to episode 190 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. 190, 10 away from that magic 200 number, Nick. What are we going to do to celebrate that, that bad boy when it comes do around? Something.
2: Let's do something. Something.
1: It'll be season five, episode 200 into season five by then. So let's do
2: something. Let's not socially distance and let's not be safe about it, right? Isn't that what people say? Yeah,
1: I think that 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 works. We were
2: socially distancing.
1: It's true. 2020 almost over, <laughs> almost <laughs> in rearview mirror. Can 2021 be worse? That's the question. We'll find out.
2: No. no, it's gonna be. I'm telling you, by the time Trump leaves office, this whole thing is gonna be
1: distant know. memory. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> Vir- remember those? Remember that year?
2: And- uh, you know, the the vaccines are all being named, and just in time <laughs> for the inauguration.
1: Just in time for the inauguration. <laughs> um, you, you know, he's going to be tweeting me, like, you know, that inauguration wasn't as huge as mine. He didn't have as many people.
2: No, he didn't. I can already, I can see from yeah, here. Yeah, you he would imagine
1: because of the uh, whole pandemic, <laughs> not, not as many people <laughs> would be out in a giant crowd. Um. Anyhow, uh, you're ready for my two questions. One of them, I have two excellent true or false questions for you during this during this contest. My my famed true or false questions. You love the true or false. True I'm sure you, you do. It. Well, you have a, at least a 50% chance of getting it right, Nick. Which is nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, for most
2: people. For most people.
1: So I'll give you that one second. I'll start with this one. The final cipher of what never caught serial killer was recently decoded.
2: All right. I am going to say that... Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Uh, the Zodiac. Yes.
1: yes! Nick is on it. Did you
2: did you see that? That happened today! I, I didn't see it, no, but I, I watched that movie, Zodiac. It's a good movie. And, uh... It's actually a real good movie. So I, I remember like the ciphers and, and all that that he would send. and. So three of them
1: have it. been decoded, but a team of experts in Australia finally got the last one. Uh, finally decoded the last one.
2: Oh, that's great. Yeah, I haven't even, you know, it's Saturday morning I've been making pancakes and stuff. So once I hit the paper, I'll, I'll take a look at that. That's very interesting to me.
1: Yeah, it was um, It it wasn't like a revelation that it's gonna lead them to him anytime soon, but it was him stating that the guy on television claiming to be the Zodiac killer who called into the show, which was a big famous scene, is not him. Um so but it was it's it's quite something. I mean the fact that this guy ciphered a message that took fifty years to get and he's still never been caught.
2: Yeah that's better than the Germans, right?
1: Right. I mean that's pretty absurd. it's pretty yeah. absurd. So, and on top of that, like, he claims they have five deaths attributed to him, um, but he claims that uh, he's killed over 30 people. <laughs> Who do you believe?
2: <laughs> I believe him.
1: Yeah, I believe him, too. I'm pretty sure he did that. So, uh, you know, they they have all this, uh, but the guy is, like, obviously some sort of scary evil genius. So, beware. Yeah, yeah, Very well could sure. be alive still. You never know. It'd be very old, though. All right, what do you got for when me? Did,
2: was that in the 70s?
1: No, nah, I think it was even uh, earlier than that. It might have gone, gone into the 70s. It's possible.
2: Okay. All right. All right
1: yeah, good six, one there, 69.
2: 68, 69. So into the 70s. All right, let me uh, – I love this time of year with trivia because not only do you get the good holiday stuff that you can throw in, but you also have, like, all the end-of-the-year stuff that wraps up. That's the best. Now, this year, we don't have as much stuff
1: because it's been an odd year.
2: But uh, good old Time Magazine is pumping it out for me uh, like they do on an annual basis. So I'm going to give you 10 points each if you can name the two people that Time Magazine named Person of the Year. There is two people that Time Magazine named Person of the
1: Year. I feel like I'm cheating because I read it. Uh well I mean so,
2: that if you saw it you saw it. I saw,
1: I saw it, you know. Um and and I was like, well there, there you go. That's surprised absolutely nobody. But yeah, the the Democratic presidential ticket of Kamala Biden uh or Biden yeah, so, Harris.
2: So this is my talking point. So Joe Biden, who is vice president for 8 years. Okay, he's been in the Senate for you know, 40 years they say. I don't know for sure. Okay. And then Kamala Harris, who just became the first African-American woman – or you know, first African-American and the first woman to become vice president. Shouldn't we have just gone with Kamala Harris this year? Isn't she the person of the year?
1: Well, I mean
2: – Why do we have to throw, throw Biden in? This you know, poor guy. He's been around for half a century. This
1: freaking guys, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let the man – go to bed like are you kidding me like i 75 year old how, how long do they have to it. how long do they have to go with him sticking through this before he can just say look i'm not physically capable of doing this i have to retire and let her run the show for the rest just, of the term I, I
2: don't know how kamala harris is not the person of the year and he couldn't have just like I, I can't imagine them sitting around the table being like well, what, do you, what do we do here let's throw biden in there too I don't
1: I uh, it's uh, I I I don't know what to say, you know. Cuz you know they had the conversation I just, I, I genuinely feel bad for him because at 80 years old, the pressure of running the United States of America is absurd. It shouldn't be put on somebody that old. It's like the you you shouldn't have an 8-year-old old coach skating, of the you know, New York kind of Jets last
2: night. I didn't want to get out of bed this morning. The guy's <laughs> I, I'm half
1: his age. I'm already old. too old for it. I already <laughs> don't have the stamina necessary. <laughs>
2: I don't know many people like, I don't know many people that are like 62, 65 saying, I can't wait to work another 15 years. Right. I mean, do, do you have that conversation often with people in their 60s? <laughs> or is it like by late 50s? Hi, I'm talk counting down how many days the minutes.
1: I am counting right. down the <laughs> minutes. Right, right, right. And it's not like, you know, you see him talking, and you're thinking to yourself, man, this guy's still got everything there. It's like, nah, he's, you know. Sometimes you have to remind him where he is. Like, I get it. You know, you have to do that for me. I'm half his age. It's it's just an absurdity. Anyway, um, so, so yeah, so I saw that. All right, you ready for the true or false for the round? Go ahead. Nick, true or false? Listerine was invented by Joe Lister.
2: Oh. <sighs> Joe Lister. Joe Lister. <laughs> well, it feels like you're setting me up with. I Joe rinse with Lister.
1: it personally.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I need, probably should do it more often. Cool mint. Um. All right, I am going cool to whip, say Brian. just some cool whip. False.
1: It is true. Uh, <laughs> Joe Lister He's the inventor Joe. of Listerine. Joseph Lister can't call him. Can't call him Joseph. It sounds too formal for this question. No,
2: it, honestly, if it was any other name but Joe, I probably would have said true. It's I, just the fact I, that it was I,
1: Joe. I, I, I die for those. That's why Joe I'm like, there's Lister. no way. Like, no, it's not. There's Joe no Lister. way. And I'm I, like, I said, I just, I almost have to get you on a Joe. Yeah. You know, or, or something looking, even, di- or something even crazier than that, like a Morty. You know what I mean? Just something that I would be like, Seamus. Because you never know. Like I'll come up with a weird name if I like the name. If the first no, name look, is you had funny Boris to me, Boris
2: Lister, I would have said true.
1: Right, I'm telling you, you ready? Joe
2: was the one that got me.
1: This is even. This is even the best. Joseph Lister, the first Baron of Lister, was a British surgeon and pioneer of antisept- exactly. antiseptic if surgery. Baron
2: Lister. You know anything but Joe?
1: From a technical <laughs> viewpoint. Lister was not an exceptional surgeon. How would you like to have that in your (laughs) your Wikipedia bio for some (laughs) reason? That's what I'm talking about. But his research into bacteriology and infection in wounds raised his operative technique to a new plane when his observations, deductions, and practices revolutionized surgery throughout the world. So,
2: what you're you're telling me is everybody was dying. So, he's got to be like, I got to figure some antiseptic out here because. I'm losing people left and right. Yep. So he invented Listerine to stay in business.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: Yeah. Cause how many bad surgeons are out there? It's kinda like one of those things, like if you F up, you get another shot at it, right? Yep. I mean no. Right? It's kinda like
1: Yes, family was Quakers too, so you want to know what the Quakers did for, for life. How about it? Joe Lister, baby. He sounds like a boxer. Like Sonny Liston versus Joe Lister. Who gets it? Anyway, what do you got for me in uh, general knowledge? And then we'll okay. move on. Who
2: is the longest tenured CEO of any automotive manufacturer? Who is the longest tenured CEO of any automotive manufacturer?
1: Elon Musk.
2: Yeah, you believe
1: Elon. It's the only answer to a question like that you could give me because A. <laughs> I cannot I, ask I cannot answer the question of can you name a single CEO of another automotive want, company <laughs> okay Nobody else can either if I can't is you can't Lee can. Iacocca, Lee Iacocca and... is dead That's why that's what I'm saying you can't even name another one besides that one dead guy Name another one. Uh,
2: what, uh, I mean, like Enzo Henry Ferrari. Ford. Right, yeah. Henry Enzo Ford. <laughs> Enzo,
1: right, it's Ferrari. You can name inventors of it. But yeah, he's the only guy that's out there, and his company's worth more than I think is it's the second he's the second richest person in the world now. Yeah.
2: Right. It's crazy. He's up to number two. Yeah. On this podcast,
1: his rise has been documented. We have been talking about him for four years, and four years ago, you were like, This guy's like you know, one carrot short of a salad, and he's on his way out. From pretty much everything he's doing. I don't know
2: that I said he's on his way out. I said I think he's the smartest guy we have right now in, in the world, and he's got to stop recording focus. songs
1: about Harambe. <laughs>
2: <That's
1: the nonsense. laughs> you know what I mean? I still
2: don't understand how Tesla has made him the second richest guy in the world because I literally go days without. It's not just one.
1: Tesla; it's uh, SpaceX. SpaceX has made way more money than Tesla. That's why he's the second richest man in the world. Space, dude. SpaceX's market cap. Do you know what that is at? And do you know how profitable they are? Like they have service uh, contracts to deliver satellites for like the next forty years. Uh, value. Let's see. So SpaceX's value is a hundred billion dollars.
2: And how much does he own of it? Any idea? Uh. Because he's worth a hundred eleven billion. I saw that. So.
1: Let's see. He
2: made $7 billion in one day in November when Tesla stock went up. So he's got to have a lot in Tesla stock. Dude.
1: Yeah, he has a lot in both, I would say, but not as – so he's got 54% of SpaceX.
2: Okay. So it's probably half – I mean, at least that's $54 billion right there based on your number. So yeah. That's almost half his net worth.
1: Yep. Then uh, let's see. Uh, Tesla – Worth so Tesla as a company is uh six hundred and nine billion dollars.
2: Okay. Yeah. So does he have ten percent of that? That would be sixty. I think he still
1: has like twenty five percent. He has twenty percent of Tesla.
2: Oh, so then my number of one eleven is old, the one I saw.
1: Yeah. So he's got fifty billion out of that.
2: Well, no. If it's worth six hundred billion and he's got twenty percent, that's one hundred and twenty billion right there. Well, there you go. Right, right. Plus another fifty from the other thing, he's up to one hundred. He might be the richest man in the world. Then, yeah, uh, pretty I, sure he's not because I would have seen that he overtook Bezos. But is Bezos at two hundred billion?
1: He might be. He's made a fortune during all of this too.
2: Oh yeah, I know he's like almost doubled his net worth and got divorced, which was genius. Talk <laughs> about a time to have a pandemic and have your Amazon double. Right after the divorce,
1: he just looks way too much like a supervillain from a movie.
2: He's Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, he I mean, just way sex, too much exactly like like you can't Lex trust
1: Luthor. that guy with that kind of. It's just like way too much like a supervillain.
2: And what? No, what's great? The greatest picture is the picture of him in the early days of Amazon with like that flag sign that says Amazon, and he's got the hair, and he looks like like a nerd.
1: Yep. And then it's and that then it's one like, wearing like a bulletproof vest. He's wearing, like, military gear almost. Like, there's this crazy getup, and he's, like, yeah. looking at you and with these you glasses. And then you, like, see
2: him at the Golden Globes in the back with that shaved head and the model, and it's like, oh, my gosh, he's, he's a supervillain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, we might have to edit this whole part out. I like you, Jeff. As you, you deliver as you my packages. One,
2: as you drive by one shut-down mall after another.
1: Well, good. Let's bring him back to the earth. It's like that, uh, that uh, Talking Heads song. You know, this was a parking lot. Now it's all covered in flowers.
2: Right. It, it, the problem is they're now Amazon shipping centers.
1: Is this it, was an Amazon shipping to? center. <laughs> now everyone inside's got COVID. You have got it. You got it. All right. So uh, what sports am I giving round. you? A sports question? Yep. Isn't that awesome? Um. Do I have a... F- Do I have another true-false question for you in here? I do. I have a true-false question for you here, too. This is a good—I got a good round here. All right, here is my first question for you, Nick. Give me the last starting quarterback of the last team besides the New England Patriots to win the AFC East. Who quarterbacked the last team besides the New England Patriots to win the AFC East crown?
2: All right, well, I have two guys in mind. That The guess will definitely come from one of the two. And I think because you're asking me this, it's the other guy. So I'm going to say Tony Eason.
1: Tony Eason. But he was a Patriot.
2: Oh, I misunderstood the question.
1: The last guy on the last team not the New England Patriots to win the division. Who was the quarterback of the team that last that was not the New England Patriots to win the division?
2: Gotcha. Totally misunderstood the question. Yes, no problem. Um All right. Wow. So Yeah, cuz I was thinking the obvious answer is Drew Bledsoe. But Right. I thought you were trying to trick me, and and I wasn't sure if the Patriots were a wild card team on no, the. Now I'm talking books, about so, the last
1: non-Patriot to win a division yeah, title as a starting yeah,
2: QB. Right. So I need to find a Jet, a Dolphin, or a Buffalo Bill. Yes. Now, the year that Castle. Was the quarterback. I think they went 11-5. and five. I'm not sure. That they won the division though. Because I don't know. If, is there a streak? I know they just had 17 straight years of winning double digit wins. It just ended. I'm not sure if that streak. Um, included a, a division title every year of it. I'm going to say it didn't. But I could be dead wrong. Uh, You know, I mean, if this goes back to something crazy that was over 17 years ago, I'll just have to deal with it. But I'm going to say it was Chad Pennington.
1: Nick, it was Chad Pennington. The 2008 Miami Dolphins who snuck in a division title in between. So the Patriots won from 2003 to 2007. Then the Dolphins yep. won one year in 08, and then the Pats from 09 all the way till this year would be the first year Was they don't. Was it the Matt
2: Castle year, the 08 year?
1: Because uh, I think duh. if
2: they had won 17 straight AFC, uh, AFC East, people would have been talking about it, and that, that's kind of how I got there. Because I already heard the 17 straight double-digit wins.
1: Yeah, so let's see. I guess we would have to look up. So did
2: Tom Brady win the AFC East every single year that he played in it?
1: Let's see. I'm going to be able to tell you right now. Because
2: we're talking about 2008, right? That was the year the Dolphins won it? Yeah. Yes. Wait, I I don't know. Hold on. Yeah. 2008 Matt castle started 15 games yep. with the New England Patriots. There you go. So that's it. So Brady won it every single year. <laughs> that's unbelievable.
1: Ridiculous. We, we were <laughs> at a game that year Ridiculous. we we saw Castle beat the Jets September 14th at Giant Stadium. Remember? Member Berries, Member Berries. Uh yeah, that was that was uh, not fun. Um all right. What you got Good for me? Good one there. Good that was a there. great, great get. Thank you. I felt like uh, that was a good good question, too, based on what's yes. happening now.
2: Great one. Great one. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, like I said, I just saw that there was that double-digit win 17 years, but if they had won the AFC East for 17 straight years, I think people would have been – We, I would have known it, and that's kind of how I got there. All right. Uh, now, I'm not sure if you read this article, too, but I was coming right back at you with the time uh, – athlete of the year time magazine athlete of the year but if you saw this one then i'll get a different question for
1: you i didn't so i don't know it
2: all right so who did time magazine name athlete of the year in this crazy sports year that it's been
1: who was it somebody name like the the medical workers of the world did they get athlete like some not year? athlete but they got some award they got some person of the year
2: I would have been a good time person of the year. Should have been the, the, the frontline you know medical
1: yeah, medical workers. I thought I saw something. But no, they went
2: with Joe Biden. Seventy five right, right, year old right, guy's right, right. been
1: in 80. He's 80. For fifty years. He's eighty. <laughs> he was seventy-five a long time ago. Um who is worthy of being the athlete of, of the year? Lamar Jackson.
2: Lamar Jackson. Wow, that that's surprising to me, because he was the NFL MVP, but he got knocked out early in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: that's a good point.
2: All right, I can't. Think I, I don't of know anything. if I would have got. I don't know if I would have gotten this one either. But he was a world champion, and he's the most dominant player in his
1: sport. LeBron James. LeBron James. Oh, I'm so tired of. That. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, that was my first thought, but I was just like, maybe they got a personality finally, and we're like, let's just do something else. Um, all right, fine. You know, Listen, so be it, man. I could have made that my first guess, but I just didn't even want to say it. Um, Nick, true or false, Ronald Reagan was an announcer for the Chicago Cubs.
2: Oh, gosh. These true or false, man. A, how would I have not known that already, yet why would you have asked that if it's not? So which one do I lean more towards? I have to lean, I guess, towards... Why would you ask that if it wasn't? So I will say true.
1: Seven seasons in the 1930s, the voice of the Chicago Cubs was Ronald Reagan.
2: I can't believe I didn't know that.
1: Neither can I.
2: (laughs) I mean, really? How do we not have him, like, with pictures of him with Cubs hat on? And, uh, like, I mean, you would think the Cubs in the 80s would have been, like, I was alive. Somebody's got
1: to explain this to me. How yeah, like, am I finding this out?
2: I mean you, you got to say for for whatever your politics are Ronald Reagan was a beloved president during our childhood, no?
1: By half the country.
2: Right. Uh, well, I would say <laughs> most most evenly beloved while he was president of my lifetime. I mean I I just didn't I mean maybe there was people out there that were anti-Ronald Reagan. I just didn't hear much about it. Uh, I guess I mean I was a kid, but
1: when Ronald Reagan was nine, his family settled for good in Dixon, Illinois, and the future president stated his association with sports that lasted a lifetime. At Dixon High School, Reagan, who died Saturday at 93, participated in football, basketball, and track besides acting in school plays and winning his first election. Uh, Eureka College, he went to Chicago to seek a job, and he got what he called a in-the-sticks station interview for woc as a sports announcer for ten dollars a game
2: wow and then worked his way up i guess did he move to california and hollywood after the seven years in chicago and start his acting so this might be
1: why you didn't hear of it because this sort of explains it he uh he did the simultaneous broadcast in the davenport iowa market for the chicago cubs
2: Okay, so he wasn't the
1: He, he wasn't, wasn't the Cubs. main guy.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. So he was he was broadcasting in Davenport, Iowa simultaneously. Correct. Gotcha. I okay. guess
1: the Cubs were that popular in that market, which makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and you gotcha. didn't have, like, you know, same broadcast abilities oh, this is today. Great.
2: I have the perfect question for you to go along with that, With go along with your question. So here we go. Two-parter, tough, but you can get this. And they're related. That's why it's a two-part question. So two-part question, 10 points for each part. The first part, what was both the southernmost and the westernmost baseball team in 1934? What was both the southernmost and the westernmost baseball team in 1934? So that's one answer. And the other answer is who has the fewest losses of any starting pitcher that is in the Hall of Fame? Two-part question. Jesus. What was both the southernmost throw and the a ton westernmost bricks on me. baseball team in 1934, and who has the fewest losses of any starting pitcher in the Hall of Fame?
1: So the 1934, I'm gonna say it was St. Louis.
2: You got it, the <laughs> <mass> House Gang. <laughs> They were both the westernmost <laughs> yeah. and the southernmost <laughs> team. So
1: originally I was like, Chicago can't be the answer because you were pointing me there by by saying this feeds into it, but then I was like, Oh, I see what he what he's doing here. He's not feeding it's division thing. It's, yep. it's not quite, but because like, there's no way St. Louis has had a baseball team forever. Well you uh, were
2: talking thirties baseball, so that's yeah, why yeah, I
1: was yeah, like, Yeah, I yeah, have yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To go, yeah. Okay. So I'm like, all right. And I you know, you just know I, I mean, look, Nick, I, I'm I, in my office, behind the head that you used to sit at is the history of all these baseball teams, right? I've been staring at this uh, uh, this poster for probably 30 years. How long have you known me? I've had this forever, right? This history of all these different baseball teams.
2: Yeah, I think we're at like 24 years. Ago. All
1: of them are like, you know, post-50s and 60s during the boom. You know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. you get to all those West Coast, none of that existed in the 30s.
2: Out. Right, right. So it's it's you don't. I don't think of St. Louis as being the westernmost in no. the southernmost. <laughs> I love it. I baseball. love it. It's like
1: that's an All excellent. All right, so now,
2: now you've got the second part: the fewest losses of any starting pitcher in the Hall of Fame. Kofax. No, see, it's related. It's related oh, to okay, that okay. dance house gang.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So it's a pitcher uh, for the for the Cardinals.
2: Yeah, who was the who was their star pitcher in nineteen thirty
1: four? Oh shit. Jeez Louise, nineteen thirty four. Is it a lefty? Is his name Lefty?
2: Nope. Damn it. He's got a he's got a weird nickname though, but he's a righty.
1: Darn it. Would have had a crack if it was like Lefty Grove
2: He's got one of the all time nicknames though. I mean, it's it's not You know the guy's name. It's not like somebody that's Oh
1: god, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's it's right there. It's right there. I got it. I got it. I got it. Jeez. Ah, ah. His
2: first name's Jerome, but that's not what he went by.
1: Three fingers. Brown.
2: <laughs> now, now, the guy was a little bit of a lunatic.
1: Crazy horse? Cra- crazy, crazy legs? Dizzy. Dizzy Dean? Dizzy Dean. There you go. Lost only about
2: 80 games in his career. He, I, I didn't realize, but after like five or maybe like seven years... Something like that, he blew out his arm. And he Damn. Just, so he had a very short career. Went like 150 and 80, but Hall of Famer.
1: Poor Dizzy. Played
2: for the, actually, went and played for the Cubs, too. So he was a, a Cardinal who went to the Cubs.
1: Love it. All right, that's awesome. All right, way to, way to get out of sports with a bang, and uh, let's move into some geography history. What do you say?
2: Sure, I could ask you this one. Uh, what U.S. state uh, has... Has has been colonized by Burmese pythons. What U.S. state has been colonized by, is colonized by Burmese pythons? So this this U.S. state has Burmese pythons in it.
1: That would be the state I will never visit. Does that count as an answer? Because once you tell me the answer to this, (laughs) I will never go there again. God, what state can it, Hawaii?
2: So I was thinking the same thing because you think of those like Southeast East Asian countries and yeah, that's what you think. Bring of one in pythons. on a boat,
1: drop it in the wilderness no, by a volcano. Actually, what so.
2: happened was these lunatics that buy Burmese pythons as pets have yep. been letting them go since like the 1980s. And now Florida has been colonized by Burmese pythons. They're actually living in Florida.
1: Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Well, not where I live.
2: Something. To, well, no! Right, middle of the state. I'm sure. Middle, middle. Sure. But I, I don't middle. go there.
1: I do drive very fast across that Alligator Alley. But I'll say this: I'm already aware of so many terrifying things living in that state <laughs> that on. this is just not a, a big yeah, you're deal.
2: Not getting out for a stroll to walk. The no, dog because
1: anyway. I'm I'm equally yeah, as afraid of a giant alligator taking my foot off. I like I. My grandparents lived in a complex called Kings Point in Delray Beach, Florida. There were gators all over the property. Nick. All over the property, gators. Okay, you'd figure like the old people would be like, "Let's call in the you know the big guns and the security and let's kill all the gators."
2: Right? Nah. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, how much, how much, must you hate the cold weather that you moved to the where the gators are when you can barely, you can barely walk. Just
1: saying, if you're gonna build a retirement development, you figure out how to keep gators out. <laughs> You know, you don't build it with canals and 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 like little channels that like populations of gators are like I remember my mom being like you do not play in the backyard by those trees without supervision and you stay away from that water like there are gators in here and they will come up and get you And I was like I took her very seriously. Like, yeah, they're
2: estimating they're, – they they estimate currently that there's between 100,000 and 300,000 pythons living in Florida. That's not good. <laughs> that's, that's, maybe somebody should take care of that because Jesus. that's a number. That is a number.
1: Yeah, 1,000 to 3,000. Too many. <laughs>
2: it's like, all right, Yeah. Three. There could be three hundred. And, and if you're estimating, there's gonna, there is close to three hundred thousand. There's gonna be three hundred. You know the
1: expression "banging like snakes." I mean, clearly, um, wow, hot eggs. So disruptive. Yes, I right. Go kill the eggs. Find the eggs. Exterminate the eggs. Send out the python hunters. Make it a TV show. Star the Kardashians. I don't care. Just do something. Get people kill the pythons. All right, uh, Nick. What renaissance man devised the first wetsuit for divers, as well as a primitive version of today's flippers? Jacques Cousteau? What a great guess, Nick. And it's wrong.
2: Oh, um, uh, Leonardo da Vinci.
1: Oh, right. When, when when you say renaissance man, isn't he the guy that, you, that immediately comes to mind? I'm glad you said that, though, because that's what I was hoping to get people to. Nope. One more renaissance man. My personal hero.
2: Benjamin Franklin.
1: Benjamin Franklin. The guy least likely to swim. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and what, without any swimmer? physical, he looks like a pear. How is this guy the guy that invented wetsuits and flippers?
2: I think he was a champion swimmer.
1: He was. You're yeah, right. He was, was a champion exact- swimmer.
2: I, I, I kind of do remember that. Back
1: now. in the day. Man, how is there yeah. not a movie about Ben freaking Franklin or a TV show? Like, you got no, young got, Sheldon, but I can't get Ben Franklin.
2: We got that horrible Daniel Day-Lewis Lincoln movie that Spielberg made that's just almost unwatchable. And right. Then, I uh, want,
1: like, uh, you know what would be good? Paul Giamatti. I know he already did John Adams. Oh,
2: yeah. He, uh, yeah, He could still, He
1: could can still do Franklin. Yeah, he's older now, though.
2: Uh, damn, yeah, and then that Gary Oldman, he won Best Actor for doing the, that Churchill. Do you watch The Crown?
1: I haven't seen it yet but I, I do plan on seeing it it's on my short well,
2: list. The, the problem is like, Gary Oldman won an Oscar for playing Churchill and Lithgow is such a better Churchill than <laughs> <That> <laughs> Oldman. It's like in some like Netflix yeah. show. I
1: love and Gary that- Oldman as a as a drug dealer in True Romance. <laughs> one of the seats. Yes. Now you're of talking. Time. There there my, maybe my favorite scene ever in 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 a, a Quentin Tarantino related film. Is the Dennis Hopper, uh, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken scene in that trailer? Th- That's that be the best scene in any
2: movie. That might be the best scene in any movie at all. Like, <laughs> I just, you take some
1: that moment where he just he's looking at him, he's like, "I'm going all in with this. <laughs> I know I'm gonna die, but I'm just going all in with this." He went all in. He, he did. it. That's the greatest. He, he went all, in. all right. Um, so yeah, you got it. Uh, Benjamin Franklin. The guy is just. Well, it took right.
2: took me three tries and a big clue. I, I would have never gotten there, so I'm I'm certainly not going to take credit for that. It's a fair
1: question, though, right? I mean, re, by, the clue Renaissance man I think brings the list down to five guys. You know what I mean? How many Renaissance men can you think of?
2: Yeah, I mean, in that situation, inventor. Like I said, I, I, I you know, we'll we'll see. We'll let the uh, we'll let the public decide. Okay. Um, all right, I got one more state for you here. What state quarter features a fiddle, a trumpet and a guitar? Ooh. What state quarter, what state quarter features a fiddle, a trumpet and a guitar?
1: I'm going to guess Tennessee.
2: Ah, oh, you got it. Nice, nice job. I was thinking I'm thinking Louisiana.
1: Would no, be a because first of all, when I think guitar, I think Nashville. Like- I,
2: I do too, but I also think of the well, I guess the blue yeah, New Orleans is all is jazz, but and the, the fiddle trumpet, doesn't
1: feel New Orleansy either. Like the banjo, if you said like the banjo, yeah, you know, yeah. a crawfish and uh, you know, an annoying right, dude, homeless guy on does Bourbon not feel Street. It like
2: Nashville to me for whatever, for whatever reason, I don't think of Tennessee, I don't think of the trumpet. But no. That, that's what would completely throw me yeah, off. Yeah,
1: but like I do I can sort of think of the Volunteers, you know what I mean, and like, you know, the army and the sorta of, you know, Tennessee kinda of has a, a, a rough riders uh you know, mounted horseback regiment feel yeah, okay. to
2: it. I wasn't thinking of it from that perspective, but yeah, I just right. went I with I just went with uh, the best guess for music.
1: guitar. Yeah, country music is what I was what full I was out thinking. going for. So all right, uh Nick, which German airship crashed in New Jersey in nineteen thirty seven? We've hit a lot of thirties trivia here.
2: The Hindenburg.
1: Yeah. I don't know how many people know that that happened in New Jersey. Like, I know they know it's a German airship, and it's called the Hindenburg, but do they, do they know that that happened in New Jersey?
2: I'll, I'll tell you what I don't think people know. Do you know where that uh, ship took off from? No. Any idea?
1: I thought it was like an hour north of here.
2: Okay, so you were in the same boat as me because... There's a famous picture of it passing New York City before the tragedy. Right? Right. It's like a, it's it's a, just one of those cool pictures. It's like the New York City skyline and, and you know the Hindenburg flying past it. That ship took off from Germany.
1: Oh no, sh- no kidding.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it flew from Germany to
1: New Jersey and it crashed in New Jersey when it and was it supposed to land. It crashed in
2: New Jersey. And it was about half full on the way here, and it, it, was, um, it was booked to go back to Europe, and it was full, supposed to be full going back. And it crashed. Yeah, those people were on, the, I believe it was a six-day trip to oh, get from Germany to uh, New Jersey on the Hindenburg.
1: Oh, my God. Jesus.
2: Again, like Welcome said, to think, New Jersey. Boom. I don't think Boom. people know that.
1: No, I don't think people. I didn't. I asked you the question. Yeah so, you see, this is what's great about uh, our partnership with Trivia, folks. I ask him a question, and he gives me a fact about it. So uh, (laughs) let's move on to entertainment. Let's entertain the folks.
2: All right, I got one more for you, and then I promise I'm done. Time Magazine, Pop Band of the Year. (sighs) BTO? Oh, you, you got it. I mean, it's BTS, but I'm giving it to you because...
1: Oh yeah, but not bachman Turner Overdrive*. Oh, <laughs> no, I I meant that Korean uh, K-pop band,
2: BTS, pop band of the year.
1: I cannot believe that that's the correct answer. That's absurd. <laughs> Nicely done. But literally, I couldn't name another po- name another well, pop I, I band right now. I thought
2: you would get it because we were talking about him a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, it's to hysterical. Oh, we have to
1: play ourselves out on uh, BTS. What do you? That'll
2: be the first how, time how I absurd, ever heard of How BTS, absurd!
1: How absurd do you think their account is? For their number one song, what do you think their number oh, one is song it like a billion? is
2: about? You're saying a billion, right? I mean, I don't know. Do they go that high? It's higher than probably. I'll say 800 million.
1: Oh my god! No, it's not. It's not quite there. Okay, 650. Uh, I the two that I see are 566 and 509, respectively.
2: Oh, so they got two of them that are.
1: Tops. Yep. Okay. So we are we're going to we're going to do Boy with Love featuring Halsey cuz I've heard of her or Dynamite. Y- you get to choose. The others are all like much lower. They're in like the 100 million or 30 million to 100. With I'll with go with Halsey. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Boy with Love. That's uh, so what I'll play us out. What does that mean, play us out? I'll record it and we'll do it live. Um, okay. Uh let's see. Nick Ten was the first commercial success for which band?
2: I know this one. Cause actually, you know, this, this was the album that got me into grunge music. Even though Nirvana was first. Yep. This was the one that I uh and I love Nirvana. I mean, I'm not 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 saying but I just remember that like this was the one that I went to first, uh, because they were about the same time. Uh, But that is Pearl Jam.
1: Pearl Jam and Eddie Vedder. You hear the Eddie Vedder-Howard Stern interview. Three hours.
2: Yeah, I I did. I did hear. Good stuff. Almost all of it, yeah. I mean, I, you know. I I wouldn't say I was glued, like, to it the whole time, because it was very long, but yeah, I got the gist of it. Yep.
1: Enjoyed it. All right, so yeah, Nick is all over Pearl Jam. One of my favorite all-time albums, for sure. And just a great album, top to bottom. Yeah. First song to last oh, that there's
2: song. not 10 songs on it, though. Isn't no,
1: it? I like that. It's like the big 10. How yeah. I many? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> true or
2: false? True or false, there's 10 songs on Pearl Jam's album 10. False. False. I like it. All right, my last one for you, and we'll call it a week. Who is the most nominated female artist in Grammy history? Beyonce. It's not Reverend Run.
1: Beyonce. Tell you that much. <laughs> is it already Beyonce.
2: It is. It's already Beyonce. <laughs> ah, it's in the room together.
1: I love it, Nick. Way to get that, <laughs> that full circle from that story. It's a shame that I have to actually ask you one more question, but I do have one more question, and I cannot okay. let this go because this is something that you and I personally are – when I say we are mining trivia gold here, this show hopefully will mine trivia gold for us. I believe wholeheartedly we will be avid supporters and watchers of this program. So, I'm going to ask you, Nick, what treasure-hunting actor will star in the History of Swear Words series on Netflix?
2: Treasure-hunting actor? Treasure-hunting actor? What does that even mean?
1: means in movies, he hunted treasure.
2: Oh, gosh, it's Nick Cage. (laughs)
1: <laughs> love it the treasure hunting actor clue is what got nick to it nicholas cage wearing a fancy outfit with one of those you know what do you call those those fancy you ever see like you know like what vincent price reads wearing a scary story by the fireplace you know what i mean like a plush Look at velvet ascot. Re- yeah, an ascot that's what i was looking for <laughs> the, the ad for it is nick cage sitting in front of the fireplace wearing an ascot holding up a book. It's so the Talking history first of first swear words coming soon that's to great. Netflix. To Netflix. Awesome. I mean, are you in? I'm in. I don't I'm know in. about you, but I'm, I'm, I'm every episode binging that thing. All right, Absolutely. folks. I would say enjoy BTS, but you know, that's not possible. Here's BTS. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.
0: make me oh 힘이 no problem to but nice and chill get the last me and go love you fly